Welcome to Zaslow Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 3. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before. For day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jarn Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome! Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Wednesday, the 18th of October. Good to have you aboard, part of the Believe Podcast Network, and as always, presented by our title sponsor of everything Zaslow Show 2.0, Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-3, 800-747-3733. If you've been involved in any kind of an accident, you deal with a personal injury, I send you to where you're going to get treated like family, just like I was at the very start of Zaslow Show 2.0. Anna Jar and Levine accident attorneys will get you the money you deserve. If you're dealing with a personal injury uh, uh, from a motorcycle accident, slip and fall, hit and run, whatever it is, you may be saying to yourself, wow, I don't know if I can afford to call Anna Jar and Levine accident attorneys. What's it going to cost to work with a lawyer? Well, look, you don't owe them anything up front. No upfront fees to get started with a case. You only pay them if they collect compensation on your behalf 
So they're incentivized to make sure you get the money that you deserve, and then you agree on a percentage-based fee for their services, all right? Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys will put their knowledge, experience, and resources to work for you. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE, 800-747-3733. And of course, hey, we're only a few days away from week seven of the NFL season getting going, but also... You got the Major League Baseball League Championship Series happening right now. It's a Texas showdown in the postseason. And Bet Online is your number one source for all your baseball wagering info. With up-to-the-minute stats, news, scores, matchup breakdowns, get the latest game odds, spreads, and totals for your Major League Baseball, for your NFL, the college football, it's at your fingertips. With Bet Online's real-time updates, stats, news, and odds, they have everything you need to stay up to speed on each league championship series all the way through the World Series. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Don't forget, use promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, and you get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Got a fun show planned today. Glad to have you here with us. Got a lot going on. Obviously, like I said, we got Week 7 NFL getting going. Last night, you had the Major League Baseball. You had the Phillies. 10-0. They beat the Arizona Diamondbacks. A couple more homers for Kyle Schwarber. He, he's, he's already on track. I mean, you want to talk League Championship Series MVP. Kyle Schwarber looking right at you. 10-0. And by the way, has anybody mentioned how good the crowd is in Philadelphia? I don't know if anyone's noticed. Has anyone mentioned... How great the crowd is there in Philadelphia. So the Phillies take a 2-0 series lead. 10-0 last night over the Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks look completely overmatched. They were the sixth seed. They were the last wild card team in. And the Phillies right now feel like team of destiny. They got it going. So game three will be tomorrow night in Arizona. Tonight you have game three in Houston. American League Championship Series. I'm sorry. In Texas, the first two games were in Houston, and the Rangers won those two. So the series now shifts to Arlington tonight with the Rangers looking to go up three games to none. How about that? So you got the Major League Baseball playoffs going on. But look, oh, and and today's Wednesday, so you know how we do (coughs) on Wednesdays. We got to tell you, because we're heading into week seven of the NFL season. So on Wednesdays, we tell you which team's fan bases are having good times, And which fan bases are going through hard times, daddy? You know how we do it. But let's, let's, and the Heat, by the way, the Heat are back in action tonight. They're at home against Brooklyn. It's the final preseason home game. The final preseason game overall is this Friday night for Miami. Are they in Houston this Friday? Does that sound right? Is that the final pre, hold on a second. Everybody settle down, settle down. Let me check what it is. I want to make sure we get it right. I think Friday, the final preseason game is in Houston, and yes, I am correct. So, tonight, Friday, and then the regular season starts a week from tonight here against the Detroit Pistons. Now, tonight, do the Heat get... Are you going to have some of the some of the main guys out there tonight? Look, Jimmy Butler, I can just tell you this, Jimmy Butler is not playing until the regular season gets going. Jimmy Butler does not need to play until the regular season gets started. You know, they're saying he's got a dent, he had a dental procedure... I, I'm, I'm sure he did, but 
does he need to be out until the regular season starts? Probably not. But he doesn't need to play in the preseason. It's obviously a disappointment that Jovich is always hurt and seemingly Hawkes Jr. is still hurt. So you wanted to see those guys in the preseason and you're not getting it. Now, tonight, are you going to get some of the guys who've been sitting out back in the lineup? Guys like Josh Richardson, who you'd like to see a little bit? I don't know. So uh, Caleb Martin, will he make his preseason debut tonight? I would say probably not because yesterday, uh, well, maybe you will because yesterday... Caleb Martin and Nikola Jovich, they both did participate in practice. Uh, I think it was limited. Does that mean we're going to wind up seeing them tonight? I hope so. Butler apparently also practiced yesterday, but I I, I don't think you're going to wind up seeing him. And, and you don't know for sure what the status is of these guys because I don't think they have to come out with injury reports in preseason games. But anyway, for on Brooklyn's side of things, look, let's be honest. Ben Simmons has looked pretty good this preseason. And we do the whole thing where, you know, Ben Simmons, uh, it's a yearly tradition. We're going into every season. You get Ben Simmons who posts the workout videos and the jump shots. and, and, And he feels great going into the season. Well, he may actually be telling the truth this time. Because so far preseason, he has looked good. And that's a major boost for a for a decent Brooklyn team, were they a six seed last year? I think it was a six seed. Yeah, they lost to Philadelphia in the first round. I went to one of those games. I went to game three in, in Brooklyn last year. Sixers and, and Nets and route to the, the Nets sweep. Uh, excuse me, the Sixers sweeping them in four games because I was in Brooklyn there for some business in this past April, late April. Anyway, yeah, that's a big boost for them between Mikel Bridges, uh, uh, Cam Johnson, and Jarrett Allen. That, that's 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 a major boost for that. No, sorry, Jared Allen, they, tra- they, they traded over to Cleveland. Who's the, the big guy? Nick Claxton, excuse me. And yeah, if you're going to get a, if you're going to get the Ben Simmons that you got in Philadelphia, even if he's not taking jump shots, even if he's scared to go to the free throw line, at the very least, the ball handling and the defense, most importantly, that's a big addition for Brooklyn. So maybe we'll see a little bit of Ben Simmons tonight. I'm interested in that. But that's what you got as far as the Heat go tonight. So final preseason game. If you're heading on down there tonight to Kaseya Center, you'll see your favorite little basketball team for the last time before the regular season gets going a week from tonight. Now, main thing I want to get to here this evening. Oh, this evening. Why would I say this evening? The main thing I want to get to here this morning, today, today's show. I want to talk about the Dolphins. And here's where we're going to start. Number one, first of all, I, I I did a lot on it yesterday, a little bit the day before as well, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna continue making a point of it on ESPN Radio because I I think it needs to be out there. You know, there are certain local things that I I think need to be brought to the attention of the national landscape. Like this is years ago. So happy for Zach Thomas, right? Zach Thomas was honored at halftime this past weekend for making the Hall of Fame. And all these years on local radio doing Zazlo, Roms, and Amber, doing Zazlo and Amber, I've been on it, on the Zach Thomas Hall of Fame train because it's bullshit that he had to wait for so long. It's bullshit that he wasn't getting consideration. And eventually there was a momentum that built up and he got in. So I was on that from the get-go. And this is another one that I think now I have 
an opportunity. I have a little bit of an opportunity to put it on a national platform, being that I'm doing shows on ESPN Radio, and I'm doing actually ESPN Radio Game Day this Sunday from 1 to 4 p.m. And I, I got to start throwing this in there because I'm tired of hearing about Bill Belichick definitely being the greatest coach of all time. Now, I don't believe he's going to wind up catching Don Shula at this point, but it is still a conversation. He's 29 wins away. I don't know if he's going to win another game this year. He's not going to catch Shula anymore, but it's still a conversation because he's right there behind him, 29 wins away, and that's essentially what it feels like Bill Belichick would be hanging around for these next several years would be to get that record. But I feel like you have a lot of people who think that without question... Bill Belichick is the greatest coach of all time and that it's not even a conversation about Shula. And that's bullshit. So I've been talking about that quite a bit over the last couple days. We talked about it a lot yesterday. How if you think Belichick is better than Shula, okay, that's not a ridiculous thing to say. I think Belichick's most overrated coach ever. I think Shula is the best coach ever, and I definitely think he's better than Belichick. If you missed yesterday on Zaslow Show 2.0, I I put my case out there. But if you think Belichick's better than Shula, that's fine. My problem is to just brush it aside as if it's a foregone conclusion. There's a case to be made for Don Shula. I think a very good case to be made that Shula is the best coach of all time and definitely better than Bill Belichick. So you can go back and listen yesterday. I, I, I stated my case, and, and the judge ruled in my favor with prejudice. I'm a lawyer. But anyway, I'm going to start talking about that on ESPN Radio, maybe starting this weekend on game day. I'm doing, the, I'm doing game day this Sunday from 1 to 4 p.m. with Herm Edwards. How about that? I'm doing it with Herm Edwards, and the timing's perfect because... I'm not on at the same time as Dolphin Game. Dolphins are doing Sunday Night Football. I'm actually doing ESPN Radio Game Day the next three weekends. The next weekend, I'll be on... And it's, it's like it's like Red Zone on the radio. So I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. I've done ESPN Radio Primetime, which is during the 4 o'clock games. So that's treated like Red Zone as well. But there's not as much happening. There, there was only four games going on at the time. I'm going to be doing Game Day this weekend. I mean, it's probably... Nine or ten games. Eight, nine, ten games going on at a time. So that's going to be a lot of fun. But I'm going to let it be known about Shula, Belichick. I'm going to ask Herm Edwards about it. So I'm doing the next three weeks. This weekend it's great, not at the same time as the Dolphins. Next weekend it is at the same time as the Dolphins, but it's the Patriots. Doesn't matter, going to take that ass. That team sucks balls. And then the weekend after that, it's actually after the Dolphin game because the Dolphins are in Germany, 9.30 a.m. against the Chiefs. Dolphins are... Dolphins are going to win that game. They're going to win that game. So, that's going to lead us into our main topic for today. First, though, I'm telling you guys, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services, one of our great sponsors here on Zaslow Show 2.0, I want to make sure you guys are taken care of the way that I'm taken care of. I don't have to lay awake at night wondering, God forbid something happens to my home, what am I going to do, how am I going to pay for it, am I covered? I get my homeowner's insurance from Brunt Insurance. I've been with them for about 10 years now. And that's because I get the most comprehensive coverage on my home. 
and I know I'm getting it at the most affordable rate out there. 954-589-2204. Bruntinsurance.com. Wherever you're calling from. I got Zaslow Show 2.0 fans all across the state of Florida. I'm huge in Pensacola. All the way from Pensacola down to the Keys, wherever you're calling from. Brunt Insurance has offices all throughout the state, so they know the area you're calling from. Greg Brunt and his team have the expertise and the experience to find the perfect coverage for you. And that includes comprehensive policies on both trailers and motorhomes. Now, maybe you're saying, Zaslow, I also need insurance on my car, my motorcycle, my boat. You're in luck. Brunt Insurance has you covered. 954-589-2204. Bruntinsurance.com. Don't do this on your own. There's a million options out there. It's going to make you crazy. Brunt Insurance specializes in making the confusing crystal clear. Their fully licensed staff helps you every step of the way. 954-589-2204. Bruntinsurance.com. So, oh, real quick before I get to the Dolphin stuff here. Today was, this was a good morning today. You Now, you know I'm the ticket ninja. Everybody knows that. That means I get the best seats. I get the pass codes. I laugh in the face of all your pre-sales. I get all the pre-sale codes. You can never lock me out of a pre-sale. And today, tickets for du- pre-sale, of course, for WWE Royal Rumble went on sale. General on sales Friday. Pre-sale started today a few hours ago. Or no, less than a few hours ago. 10 a.m. pre-sale started. And you know your boy got in. That's right. My younger son, Jordan, he's going to be so excited. He's going to be so happy when I tell him that I got tickets. It's in St. Pete this year. It's at Tropicana Field. I've never been there. I heard it's a dump. But Royal Rumble, Tropicana Field, St. Petersburg, January 27, Saturday night. I've been to Royal Rumble twice. I went, and matter of fact, Both Royal Rumbles I went to were for the WWE Championship. I went in 1991 when I was 10. Oh, no, no. I wasn't at the Ric Flair one. No, no. So they were not both for the championship. I went in 1991. Hulk Hogan won back-to-back. So I was at that one. That was during the Gulf War. Sergeant Slaughter won the championship against Ultimate Warrior. Crazy. Then Hulk Hogan won the Royal Rumble. I was at that one, Miami Arena, 1991. And I went in 2016 when Roman Reigns had to defend the WWE Championship in the Royal Rumble match. My son and I, my older son, Corey, we were ringside for that second row right up front. And Triple H won the WWE Championship that night. Great show. But neither of them were in a stadium. Royal Rumble is so huge now. Second biggest show of the year for WWE. Right behind WrestleMania, it's always in a stadium now. So it's Tropicana Field. And I got in. It was a little bit of a pain in the ass getting the tickets, but I got in soon enough. We got club seats, club-level seats, Tropicana Field. The ring setup is not in the center of the field. It's not like in the center of the outfield. The ring is set up, it looks like, on the pitcher's mound. So all the seats there in the infield, in the stands, in the club level like we are, not bad. You should be able to see. It's not like looking out all the way into the 50-yard line. It's just the pitcher's mound where the ring is going to be set up. So that should be a pretty good setup. I'm excited. The tickets I found to be super affordable. My son's going to be very excited. He's never been to Royal Rumble. It'll be my third time going to Royal Rumble. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're really excited. So anyway, let's get to the Dolphin stuff. And so yesterday on First Take, great show. My colleague, Stephen A. Smith, he's my colleague. 
I, I work at ESPN also. I, you know, I'm, I'm ESPN radio. That's my colleague, Stephen A. Smith. And my colleague, Stephen A. Smith, I, I'm so tired of this narrative. It's so weird how, how Tua is consistently treated different from other players. I love that the Dolphins are a national topic every single day. They are. Every day they're talked about, and it's not in an embarrassing fashion the way it was for like the past 10 to 15 years. No, they're talked about every single day because they are a national team once again because they're a really good team. I don't know they're a great team. I mean, I got them number two in my power rankings. I'm not going to put them to number one unless they come away with a monster win this weekend in Philadelphia. They're a really good team. I don't know if they're a great team yet, and their quarterback is certainly an MVP candidate. We'll get to that in a second. But Tua is treated different from other star players. Or at least just other players in general. And I don't get it, man. Like, is it the Alabama part? Is it the... And, you know, every time we talk about the Dolphins, if Tua stays healthy, you could say that about every single quarterback in the NFL. When you talk about how great the Eagles are, well, Jalen Hurts stays healthy. If you talk about the Chiefs, well, Patrick Mahomes stays healthy. If you talk about the Niners, well, Brock Purdy stays healthy or McCaffrey. And if, But with the Dolphins, you only hear it with the Dolphins. Every time we talk about how far the Dolphins can go, it's always the caveat if Tua stays healthy. Yes, Tua has an injury history. But every single player, most notably quarterbacks, are, are susceptible to to being hurt on any given play. But we only talk about it with Tua. Anyway. There is this narrative out there as far as how Tua has gained his success over the last couple years. And I would have thought after such a great season he had last year, his first year with Tyreek Hill, that we were past this stuff. The stuff meaning... He's only throwing underneath routes to guys like Hill, to guys like Waddle, and they're doing all the work. That he's not actually doing very much. He's throwing just just above, it's all screen passes and bubble passes and slants and all the underneath routes, and he doesn't really have to do that much. I thought we got past all of that. I was wrong, because this was a major topic on first take yesterday. Here's Stephen A. Smith continuing this very tired, uninformed narrative. Now, let me tell y'all something right now. I don't know if y'all watching Miami enough. All of these passes, 8 for 19, 20, 30, 40 yards. You just got two of dipping it two yards to him, and he the one taking it to the house. He the one going 20, 30, 40, 50 yards. This brother, and, and I call him the Dame Dollar of the NFL. I mean, he, he, when he's running for a touchdown, he's waving goodbye to defenders. This is what he's doing before he throws it. <laughs> but that's after waving goodbye. So, you got, you got Stephen A there, and, and Shannon Sharp is, is nodding his head in approval. I mean, I guess no one wants to push back. But here's, so I thought we were past that whole narrative because we saw it for at least half of last season, you know, to a miss what, like the last six games, whatever it was. And we certainly have a pretty large sample size now through six games this year. And the Dolphins being a national team, we're getting a ton of attention. Haven't we seen enough to know that that narrative was, like there was the narrative about not being able to throw the deep pass. 
And there's also this narrative that it's all short passes and Tyreek Hill is doing all the work. Like, I understand they're making a case for, is Tua MVP of the league? No, Tyreek Hill should be MVP league. If you want to say that Tyreek Hill's the MVP of the league, hey, go have at it, man. But can we at least come at it with facts? Because here's the thing. And I, 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 like, I wonder what the producers of First Take, the guys who run the B-roll in the background of the host talking and what they're talking about. Because this entire time, with that entire clip that I just played for you, this entire time where Stephen A is talking about, I don't know if you've been watching the Dolphins, but Tua's not throwing these, not all these passes are 19 yards to Tyreek Hill. They're two-yard passes, and Tyreek Hill is running the length of the field. Besides that, that is just, you know that's not true if you are watching the Dolphins. Like Stephen A is saying there, I don't know if you're watching the Dolphins. Well, if you are watching the Dolphins, not only do you know that's not true, but the funny part is, the producers of the show, what are they saying to themselves while they're playing all these highlights in the background that show... We counted at least five different deep passes from Tua to Tyreek Hill. And the shorter passes, it was probably two of them, that were shown in that clip were touchdown passes to Tyreek Hill on the goal line. Like, are the producers saying, oh shit, this is awkward. We're showing the exact opposite of the point that Stephen A. Smith is trying to make. And then, like, if you're a Dolphin fan and you're watching it, wouldn't you just love... Like, don't you want to show Stephen A. Smith? You want to show him those clips that are being played in the background of what he's saying and just be like, what do you think of that? Like, don't you just want to hear what he would say when you... I mean, they're literally playing video evidence showing what Stephen A. Smith is saying is the opposite of what's actually happening. And, like, I just, I thought we were past that bullshit. I thought we were past that bullshit narrative about Tua. And I've told you this before. And it's ironic because Stephen A. is telling you, I don't know if you've been watching the Dolphins. Stephen A. has definitely not been watching the Dolphins. And and I, I've told you this in the past about Stephen A. Where, yeah, he doesn't watch the games. Well, I mean, obviously, you know, the big games he's watching. But, and how can he possibly watch all the games? He's got to talk about everything. You know, it's, it's impossible. But I've told you this before where I've seen it. I've seen it at Heat playoff games, you know, 10 years ago during the Big Three era where... Yeah, he's in the media room during the game talking to everybody. He's not watching the game. And then he comes out of the room or comes out of the truck and goes to the studio, goes to the, you know, the, the setup and he, he's got the box score in his hand. And it's why a lot of times you just hear him mention the player's name and mention the stats. He's not watching the games. He's not watching all the games, I should say. And it's just ironic because he starts out there saying, I don't know if you're watching the Dolphins, but Stephen A, you're not watching the Dolphins yourself. And they're literally showing video evidence behind the point that you're trying to make. And it's just, it's frustrating. It's okay if you don't think the Dolphins are a great team. 
it's okay if you don't think Tua should be the MVP of the league, but man, it's just flat out, like it's factually incorrect. There's, you can have an opinion about whatever you want. You have the right to your opinion, right? You don't have the right to your own facts. And that's, it's just factually incorrect what he's saying there. And that's frustrating. And I got, you know, I had messages said to me, Zaslow, you see this? Zaslow, you got to talk about it. I'm like, yeah, I plan on talking about it tomorrow because it's really frustrating. But I do want to say, we're so lucky to have Tua. A couple of things, all right? Imagine, like Brian Flores was trending yesterday. <laughs> I'm not sure why. And I liked Flores when he was here. I did. I was a fan. And I didn't like it when they got rid of him. But I'm also big enough to be able to raise my hand and say, yeah, I was wrong. I was, it looked like I was wrong about Flores. Tough to get along with. Almost ruined our quarterback. I, I was wrong about Flores. I don't think he was a good head coach. I was mistaken. A good head coach is going to get the best out of all his players, can work with others well, which he couldn't, and can rec can A, recognize great talent, which he didn't with Tua, and B, try and help talent get to a place where they are maximizing their abilities. And he really hurt Tua. Imagine if he was still here and was successful in running off Tua. And then Tua performs like this somewhere else. That would have been a crazy Tough pill to swallow. Can you imagine the shit sandwich the Dolphin fan almost had to eat if Flores was successful in running Tua off and Tua is performing at an MVP caliber level someplace else? That would have been the stankest shit burger you've ever ate. That almost happened. Literally almost happened. So we're lucky in that regard. Like it would have been so Dolphins. And number two, the fact that they didn't fulfill the tank for Tua because he got hurt, coupled with Joe Burrow's emergence, he manages to fall in Miami at number five. Like, there's a little bit of luck involved when it comes to this kind of stuff, and it feels like, now look back at a couple of things that took place, and it feels like a Dolphins got a little bit lucky. I love Tua, that's my dog. So I guess that fr- that's part of what frustrates me when y- you still have these false narratives. Like, I don't hear as much about Tua with the deep ball. That was a major thing last year. Like, remember before training camp last year and in pre in training camp, you had that video of Tua throwing the deep ball to Tyreek Hill and, like, Tyreek Hill had to wait on it. And then everybody got nutty. Oh, my God, Tyreek Hill's going to hate playing with Tua. And now you look at Tyreek Hill and he's having the best season of his career. I think last year was the best season of his career. And now this year, he's looking like he's going to shatter those numbers. Tua's my dog. If you want to make a case for Tyreek Hill as MVP, go right ahead. But it doesn't have to include factually incorrect information about Tua. So we're going to do some good times and hard times coming up. And speaking of Tua, Tyreek, MVP conversation, that whole deal, I'm going to give out my top five MVP candidates we're going to do this. I think we're going to do it weekly now, all right? We're at the point of the season where we have enough uh, body of work in front of us. We have enough evidence to come up with our MVP candidates. First, though, if you stepped outside these last couple mornings, it was cool out, right? Fall is here. That's right. 
You know, you got you got the pumpkin spice here, pumpkin spice there, but it also means that Sheets and Giggles were having the annual fall sale. You could save 25% off eucalyptus bedding, including Sheets and Giggles, highly cozy, most breathable eucalyptus flannel. That's right. I got a eucalyptus pillow. Have you ever slept on a eucalyptus mattress? Well, when you go to SheetsGiggles.com, you're going to get the softest, coolest, most breathable sheets you've ever slept on in your life. Oh my God, the comforter. It's the best comforter I've ever had in my life. And now me and my family, we don't have to think about where we're shopping for all of our bed sheets. We always go to SheetsGiggles.com now. And if you go to SheetsGiggles.com, besides that, most of the site is 25% off right now at the annual fall sale. If you use promo code ZASLO, you're going to get 20% off checkout your first order. SheetsGiggles.com. Promo code ZASLO, 20% off your first order. If you're interested in getting the best sleep of your life, you're going to become one of over 100,000 Americans who are using Sheets and Giggles and never turning back. SheetsGiggles.com, SheetsGiggles.com, promo code ZASLO. So, I do want to, before we get to our MVP stuff, today, Jalen Ramsey's returning to practice. So, Jalen Ramsey's returning to practice, which means now you got that 21-day window that has been activated. You got 21 days to once he returns to practice to officially take him off injured reserve. So within 21 days, that would fall during the bye week. So Jalen Ramsey, it, we're heading into week seven. Jalen Ramsey is going to be back by week 11, home against the Raiders by the latest. This could wind up a blessing for the team. And what I mean by that is, Ramsey's going to return soon. Teron Armstead's going to return in a few weeks. Devon Achan's going to return in a few weeks. These are major parts of the team, and they are going to be fresh and ready for the stretch run. You know, it's not like they're surviving until some of these guys get back. They have the best record in the NFL. They're missing very, very important pieces, and they have the best record in the NFL. So this could all wind up working in the Dolphins' favor. 5-1, and one, best record in the NFL, and they're going to get back these major pieces. Yeah, this could all wind up being a really big blessing for the Dolphins. So good news today, coming out of Dolphins practice, Jalen Ramsey back at practice, going to return by Week 11 against the Raiders. Now, we gave you the clip from first take. They're talking about his 2-1 MVP candidate. Is he, is he leading the MVP race is really what they're talking about. Stephen A. Smith wants to make a case for Tyreek Hill, and that's fine. So you know what we got to do? Let's get to Zaslow Show 2.0 MVP candidates. That's right. Top five. We're going to update them each week, what we're looking at. I'll count backwards from five to one for dramatic purposes. Top five MVP candidates right now. Number five, Brock Purdy. That's right. San Francisco, Purdy would have been higher before this past week's loss by San Francisco. They're 5-1, and one, tied for best record in the NFL. Brock Purdy, number five right now through six games. 1,396 yards, 67.5% completion percentage, 10 touchdowns, one interception. Brock Purdy, number five MVP candidate. Number four, Christian McCaffrey. This is usually an award that goes to quarterbacks, but McCaffrey is that good. 
He has 553 yards rushing, seven touchdowns on the ground, 23 catches receiving, 177 yards in the air, two touchdowns receiving. So he has nine total touchdowns. He has a total of seven, a little more than 700 yards total rushing and receiving. So he is on pace for more than 2,000 total yards. Christian McCaffrey, we see what they've done since acquiring him last year. He's number four MVP candidate. Number three, Tyreek Hill. Yep, again, an award that normally goes to quarterbacks. Tyreek Hill is having a career season, 42 catches, 814 yards, six touchdowns. Tyreek Hill is on pace right now, absolutely to threaten Calvin Johnson's all-time receiving yards record. Tyreek Hill is on pace for almost 120 catches and over and about 2,200 yards receiving. That's fucking crazy. He's number three MVP candidate. Number two MVP candidate. And this may surprise you. Jared Goff. Yup. Jared Goff and the Detroit Lions are five and one. They are for real. And if you have a team that is tied for best record in the NFL, you probably need to consider the quarterback for MVP. Jared Goff has 1,618 yards, 69.5% completions, 11 touchdowns, 3 interceptions. Jared Goff is the number 2 MVP candidate right now. And number 1 with a bullet, Tua Tungavailoa. Tua is the number 1 MVP candidate right now through 6 games, a little more than a third of the way through the season. He has... 1,876 yards, number one. 71.1% completion percentage, number one. 14 touchdowns and five interceptions. Tua Tonga-Vailoa is on pace to throw for more than 5,000 yards and to throw just about 40 touchdowns on the season. Your number one MVP candidate right now, Tua Tonga-Vailoa. That's what we're talking about. Yep. That's right. So Tua number one, Tyreek Hill number three. Let's get to good times and hard times. Hard times are when the auto workers are out of work and they tell them go home. And hard times are when a man has worked at a job 30 years, 30 years. They give him a watch, kick him in the butt and say, hey, a computer took your place, daddy. That's hard time. That's hard time. That's right, Dusty. Good times and hard times, Daddy. Where every Wednesday we tell you, going into this weekend's action, which fan bases are having good times and which fan bases are going through hard times, Daddy. We do the good times first. Number three, the New York Jets fan. Now, the Jets fan's probably saying, wow, Aaron Rodgers, he's really serious about returning. You're feeling good about that. He's not returning. I Do not hold your breath. But you're feeling good about that, that Aaron Rodgers really believes he has a chance to return before the end of this season. But the Jets, they pin the first loss of the year on the Philadelphia Eagles. Their defense is incredible. This past weekend was even without Sauce Gardner. And they're 3-3. Three the Jets fan is feeling good times right now. Number two, the Detroit Lions fan. The Detroit Lions fan doesn't even understand how to feel. You, you should feel good times, but you don't know how to feel. Because... This could be the best Detroit Lions team of your lifetime. And Jared Goff, 
is a major MVP candidate for the NFL best 5-1 Detroit Lions. Detroit Lion fans are going through good times right now. And the number one fan base having good times right now. Cleveland Browns fan. Yeah, that's right. The Browns, they're hanging in the race there in the AFC North. Despite Deshaun Watson, either when he doesn't play or when he does, he, he kind of stinks. But the Browns are 3-2. and two. They're only a half game back in number one Baltimore. And they pin the first loss of the season on the San Francisco 49ers with an incredible defensive performance from Miles Garrett and that Cleveland Brown defense. So Jet fans are having good times. Lion fans are having good times. Browns fans are having good times. Now, which fan bases are going through hard times, daddy? Number three, the Philadelphia Eagles fan. The Eagles fans having hard times. And you may be saying to yourself, Zaslow, it's only their first loss of the season. They're five and one. I mean, come on. What's the big deal? Well, you lost to a Jets team that was under 500. But on top of it, their schedule now gets very difficult. And you, you really felt like you had to have that Jets game if you want to finish number one. You got teams like San Francisco, teams like Detroit, who look like the real deal. You got to win games against under 500 teams. So the Eagles fan having hard times this week. Number two, the Chargers fan is going through hard times, daddy. That's right. The Chargers now, they dro- they're under 500, and they lost at home this past, what was it, Monday night to a Cowboys team that was sloppy, and I don't really know how good they are. So now the Chargers are 2-3, and three, and they're wondering, hey, can our quarterback win a big game? Can our quarterback lead a game-winning drive? I mean, our quarterback, he's not as good as Tua. Eh, that's right. So right now, the Charger fan is having hard times, Daddy. And number one, the hardest times this week are being had by the 1-5 Patriots fan. Mac Jones sucks balls. Everybody knows this. Bill Belichick not going to catch Shula. Everybody knows this. The Patriots are one of the worst teams in the NFL, and they just lost to Josh McDaniels and Brian Hoyer. The Patriot fan is going through hard times. Number three, Eagles fan. Number two, Chargers fan. And the number one team's fan base having the hardest times this week, Daddy, are the New England Patriots fans. And that right there is another edition of Good Times and Hard Times, Daddy. That's right. Now, this does need to be pointed out as far as the Dolphins go. The Dolphins have a major opportunity this Sunday night in Philadelphia. But something that does need to be pointed out is the Dolphins, in their five wins, Giants, Patriots, Chargers, Panthers, who's the one that I'm leaving out? Broncos. The combined record of the five wins the Dolphins have this year, of their opponents, 5-24. and 24. That's right. 5-24. and 24. You got a bunch of one-win teams there. You got a two-win team. And you got a winless team. Now, you can't help who's on your schedule. You got to beat who's in front of you. And that's why... This is a major opportunity for the Dolphins this weekend in Philadelphia. Dolphins are really good. But they've only played one really good team so far. And they lost by four touchdowns. That's a fact. 
So for people who want to say that the Dolphins are Fugazi, they're a Fugazi 5-1 because they haven't beaten anyone, because the Dolphins have been a little bit of a bully, where they, they have no problem picking on the shitburger teams, but when they get punched in the mouth, they don't get up off the canvas. That's what's happened so far. So for people who want to say the Dolphins are Fugazi because they haven't beaten anyone, you don't really have a leg to stand on until they beat someone like Philadelphia this Sunday night. You gotta be fair. That's the truth. I believe the Dolphins are a really good team. But eventually, you gotta beat another really good team. And that's the opportunity that presents itself this Sunday night. The last big game the Dolphins had was another one of those game of the day scenarios in Buffalo. Dolphins didn't show up. It's a big disappointment for everybody. It'll be a bad look if they don't have a big performance against the Eagles. They don't even have to win it. But you can't go to Philly and get your shit kicked in like it happened in Buffalo. Can't do that. You know what you can do? If you're thinking about how am I going to... I want to sit back and relax on a Wednesday night. It's the middle of the week. I want to sit back and enjoy some heat preseason basketball. You know what you got to do. You got to pick up yourself a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. Official beer of Zaslow Show 2.0. That's right. Johnny Cuba, European roots with that Caribbean soul that that we feel down here in South Florida. Go pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba at your local Sedanos or Winn-Dixie, Presidente, Fresco, Imas. I love when you guys take a picture where you're trying Johnny Cuba for the first time. I don't know what you've been waiting for. It's the most delicious beer. But then you take a picture or a little video and you send it to me on my Instagram. And then I tag you. I put it in my stories and you become famous because I'm an influencer on Instagram. Everybody knows that. I love when you guys are enjoying a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. Remember, make sure you drink responsibly. That's super important. And don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra, stay tranquilo. I also like it when you guys, you're thinking about getting a brand new car. You don't know where to go. I want to make sure it's a great experience when you get a new car. I got a new car recently. So I'm sending you to the only car dealership I personally endorse. And that's North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. If you're just thinking about getting a new car, at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, we're talking the widest inventory of newest Subaru models on the market. Whatever you're looking for. You're looking for a spacious Subaru SUV for your entire family? Maybe just a a reliable Subaru sedan for your daily commute. Whatever it is, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru is sure to have the perfect model for you. And at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, we're talking South Florida's newest and technologically advanced Subaru dealer. You could shop over a thousand vehicles right from the comfort of your home. That's right. Right now, go to nflsubaru.com nflsubaru.com, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, conveniently located on North Andrews Avenue, just north of Cypress Creek Road. The building you know and the place to go. nflsubaru.com, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. So, this got a lot of play, right, on Monday night. The Los Angeles Chargers, they lost the Dallas Cowboys. But throughout the game, and especially when the Chargers were driving the field to tie the game at 17 in the fourth quarter, there was a young lady, a Charger fan, she was decked out in Charger gear, and holy shit does she love the Chargers. She was super excited. They kept showing her in the crowd. She was, I mean, she was a lot of fun to watch. I enjoyed watching her enthusiasm. Well, the Pat McAfee show got a hold of her yesterday. Her name is Marianne, and here she is talking about her fandom. 
What was your reaction to finding out? Yeah! <laughs> what is your reaction to finding out that you were a massive part of the game? And what is your reaction to the response to how you were watching the Los Angeles Chargers? So, funny thing, Pat, I wear my heart on my sleeve. I'm intense in everything I do. Football being one of the most intense things I do to the point where sometimes my dad is like, okay, you need to sit down. You're going to... You're gonna fall, you're gonna kick the kid, something's gonna happen. I'm like, no, 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 I'm good, I'm good. I'm freaking out, but I'm good. So last night when I was watching, I'm like, oh, it's so close. Like, we just need to get that touchdown. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, sorry, my bad. But we just have to get that touchdown. And when we got it, I just, I couldn't handle it. I was excited, I was elated, I was, my heart was just bursting. And I was super excited. I've been a football fan as long as I can remember, and a Chargers fan ever since I moved to California almost 20 years ago. Um, I love the passion, I love all of it, and I just feel like everything in our life, as long as we're passionate about the things we love, like, who cares about everything else? This this world is hard enough. Like, let's enjoy the ride up and down, whatever. Hell yeah. Like, I'm hey, down. Hey, don't you yeah. apologize for yeah. anything, Marianne. <laughs> the world needs more of you. I love it. Her fandom is super cute. She was a joy to watch. She loves the Chargers. And for those pictures that are floating around now on the internet, so stupid. Let this young lady enjoy the game. Yes, there are other pictures of her loving the Minnesota Vikings, and she explains there. She's from Minnesota. She moved to Los Angeles, and so she roots for the local team also. There's nothing wrong with it. Leave this young lady alone. It's not a big deal, but I like her a lot. Big deal or not a big deal? Tonight on AEW Dynamite, Sting is expected to make a major announcement. Could this be the legendary Sting, who I believe is 64 years old? Could he be announcing his retirement or maybe a retirement match? That's a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal? How about this here? So Sean Casey, this is also from the Pat McAfee show yesterday. Sean Casey, former Major League Baseman, uh, Major League Baseball first baseman, Reds, Red Sox. Here he is telling a story of one time when he was with the Red Sox and they met up with John Cena and had a night out at the bar with what they call the greatest of all time, John Cena. Hey, I was like, any chance I could, I could line you up for a job? I was like, <laughs> you know, I just wanna, I just, <laughs> I said, I just wanna see where it's like, what do I gotta do? Do I just come in like Rick Fair, bam, give you the backhand and woo, give you one of those? And he's like, he's like, oh, Casey, okay, this is perfect. He goes, no, what I want you to do is I want you to chop me as hard as you can right here and he's like, and just let it rip. And I go, oh, I can't wait. He goes, now there's now there's one thing to the story. He goes, one thing here. He goes, if you chop me, I get to chop you back. And I'm thinking, yeah, that sounds awesome, man. John Cena will hit you, you know, light you up with a chop. This would be incredible. <laughs> so sure enough, I like, I back up. I five steps back, AJ. Here, come running up. Boom, I hit Cena as hard as I can to check. He doesn't even move. It was like, and I, and I literally, oh, I thought I broke my hand. I was like, oh my God. I, like, I didn't know humans were this big and thick and strong. I was like, oh my God, it hurts so, that hurts so bad. So he's like, all right, you're case. He's like, you ready for a chop? I'm like, yeah, I'm ready. So like, I bow up. I'm like this, you know, and Cena doesn't back up or anything. He just goes like this. I thought I was having a heart attack, dude. He hit me right in the heart. I'm going big deal. I love that story. Those chops look like they hurt like hell. And finally, big deal or not a big deal. So Patrick Beverly, a couple nights ago, got thrown out of a preseason game, slapping the ball away from Ben Simmons, saying something to him. I don't know. So on Pat Beverly's podcast yesterday, he mentioned what his beef was with Ben Simmons. First off, Ben Simmons is a hell of a talent. 
It was good seeing him back out there. He, he looked strong. He impacted the game yesterday. So when it comes to basketball, I don't have a problem with this. But when it comes to like, he was chirping at one of our rookies. Petrusev. Like, come on. Philip with an F. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You chirping at that guy. You know, you foul him hard as fuck. I'm talking to you all game. You ain't saying nothing. Tobias cooking your ass. You really ain't saying nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got eight turnovers. Punching down, kind of. Yeah, like our, our rookie. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, you don't get no. Talk to me. I've been talking to you all game anyway. Talk to me. You were talking to him the entire game yeah. at the free throw line. You were, you he were. come through the line and hit him. Like, you know, his swag be too high. You what do you mean your swag's too high? Is that a thing? Yeah, sometimes guys be swag too high. You know what I'm saying? For like not done a lot. But yeah, I just, that's what I don't like. Yeah, I'm going big deal. I mean, I, I think Pat Beverly's act is so tired. But I'm I'm with him here. Like, Ben Simmons is kind of a joke. Just play ball, man. You, you know, it's it, it's like when Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett used to only pick on the smaller European guys. You know, here Ben Simmons. Hey, he's fucking around with a rookie. Come on, man. Not cool. I'm, I'm on Pat Beverly's side there. That's that's a big deal. And that right there is another edition. A big deal or not a big deal. Yes. All right. Fun show, everybody. Tomorrow we'll start week seven of the NFL, which means we got to do fantasy football. So our pal Jamie Eisenberg, CBS Sports Fantasy Football, will help us set our lineups tomorrow. The Heat preseason action tonight. AEW Dynamite tonight. American League Championship Series Game 3 tonight. we got a lot going on. Today's show brought to you by Bet Online. Thanks to everybody who listened. Thanks to everybody who uh, helped put the show together today. Can't do it without your help. I love you guys. Really super helpful every day. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 tomorrow. Know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba? That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.